This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. We're kind of all back, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Those be- mornings. Hey, where's this? Where's that? Well, what did I do with this? Where's the picture? Where? Like, Jesus, nice planning. Way um, to go, sister. I'm going to go back in my closet where things are I'm safe. I'm telling you, that looked really comfortable. You got room for two? Yeah, <laughs> there is. Great. I hope she's got room for a lot more than two, I'll tell you that. I'm going to show you guys my wedding dress because it was in there. <laughs> was it really? <laughs> it was right behind me. <laughs> I thought it looked very comfortable. That was super comfy. I The problem is, is I get too comfortable. I could curl up in a ball and just listen to everyone talk. But yeah, it was a blast. Thanks for doing that. I really appreciate it because we were in a rough spot yesterday. I just wanted to get rid of you. That's why I told him to do it. Duh. Get her out of here, damn it. Everybody knows you want me out of the building. Out of the building. Out of the city. Get out of St. Louis Park. Because I smell. Exactly right. You don't smell. Don't tell people you smell. <laughs> I hate people that smell. That's why I don't I, tell people I you know smell. You do. I know oh, you Oh, God. I know. Who doesn't, right? Like, I, There are people, though, that you know are a little sweaty smelling. I'm okay with it. All right. Well, I got some direction. I was going to read this promo for the fair every hour, but they only want it once. We're going to do it whenever. No, we can do it whenever. I just printed that off from earlier this week. So, oh, we that's really. Yeah, I was week. going to tell okay, you. Yeah. I was going to tell you to read it every hour, but you already. I heard you. I overheard you say I'm going to read it every hour. Yeah, so I, I was like, "There's no point in telling you because you already made that choice." So for at the top, it says read one time. Well, you know what? F what it says at the top. Yeah, okay. I'll say, yeah, okay. That's There you go. It's that show prep again. F what I'm it says. About. It won't self-destruct after <laughs> yeah. you read it once. Yeah, maybe you could do your job, and then I wouldn't have to destruct it at all. I've, Instead of sitting around with your... You know what I loved best yesterday? I can't do it. Yeah. But your knee was up here most of the Oh, I sit show. like a... I think it's because I'm cold all the time, and so I fold oh, yeah. up all the time. It was 100 yesterday. Well, not 100. It was 90. I know, but then everybody kicks on their AC. It's, well, that's true. Like right now, I'm freezing in here. Like I will be stealing Alex's shawls. You got the shawls over I'll there. Grab like five of her shawls. All right. Well, speaking of the weather, ladies and gentlemen, here's the deal: partly sunny with an isolated shower, less humid, uh, with a high of 84. So it should be pretty nice. A little isolated shower. Who cares? Yeah. Tonight, clearing and cooler, less humid, a low of 62. Then Saturday, cloudy uh, and cool start. Partial sun develops. Oh, only only we would go to the fair when it's going to be 59 degrees. I know. <laughs> Thank God. I have to wear a coat. Good. Oh, there's been times out there when it's like 104 oh, yeah. and I just can't do it. Oh, I, yeah. I know. That, I guess out of all of it, I guess I'd take a little bit of cold. I had an agreement with Michael Bryant. I don't know where we're going to find him in time, but we got to, because uh, Ralph Basham's coming tomorrow. Michael Bryant's coming tomorrow. Dang, all coming. So I want to find, because I've seen him at the fair, usually on, let me say hefty people. Okay. I mean that as a compliment. Mm, I'm sure you do. They're both wearing shirts where the arrow points at the other one. Mine points, you know, right, so yours points left. You're on my right side. And it says, I'm with stupid. Okay. Love that for all of us. Yeah. Be perfect. <laughs> but... Do they have to then, when they are standing there, do they, like, force themselves to stand in the right spot? <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. Because I'd be so annoyed if Justin's like, get back to your right side. I'm on the left. Remember that. I'd be like, oh. But wouldn't he be pissed off if, like, Catherine's supposed to be over here with I'm with stupid, and yeah. she goes mm-hmm. over here, and so now you are the stupid one. Yeah, or just like a stranger walking by. It's not stupid. fair. Is it right? It's just simply not fair. That's all I Who have to Who are you say. with today? Like, that's yeah. what I would be like. Who are you with with your shirt? I like it. I have one of those shirts, but the arrow points up. 
Yeah. I'm like, with God. I'm mm-hmm. with stupid God. I'm with stupid. <laughs> I wish God would be kind of stupid in some areas. So, Tom, what do you think the deal is with the Twins' bullpen? Oh. I get a call from God asking me that question. What do you think? I don't know. I That one... That one I'm lost at. I, I didn't even check the score last night, but I'm just assuming you got their ass kicked. I just know that like I, you I guys all deserve an emotional support animal. <laughs> you got that with that team for since I was nine years old. You're right. I need emotional support. There's no doubt about just it. Get you a little gerbil. Ooh, a gerbil would be good. A little gerbil sit in your lap, pet it. Had that one time. That didn't work out too well. Rest in peace. Alex wanted a gerbil. Well, apparently the cat didn't want the gerbil. Or he really wanted that gerbil. <laughs> like, oh, yes, or he really wanted the really gerbil. Really wanted that gerbil. Yeah, maybe that's, you're right. Maybe that's what the real deal was. Okay, so yeah, the, the weather, partly sunny and isolated shower today with high of 84. Tonight, clearing cooler, less humid, low 62. On Saturday, cloudy and cool start. Partial sun develops toward midday, a high of 77. The low of 59, though. Uh, on Sunday, mostly sunny with a high of 78. A shower possible. So they're not talking about rainstorms here. They're talking about showers, which that's not a problem. Keep stuff growing. Works for me. Works for me. So, yes, right now it's cloudy and 69, 84, much less humid. Uh, as, the, as the day goes on, it gets less and less humid, from what I understand, which is good news, I think. Um, mm-hmm. Tomorrow at the fair, is Catherine coming too? No. No. She was going to come, but she has a... Uh, she has to do something. She had. She already had, not plans, but she has to do. I don't know what the hell. Okay, it is. so she can't come. Oh, um, she has to watch the kids because Alex has some deal going. Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. Um. Yep. So we've got Basham. We've. This is all ten o'clock tomorrow at Carousel Park. Who do we got? Basham. Yeah, Michael Bryant. Michael Bryant. Going to um, be there. Tevin Pittman's and, coming. You, we probably lead with the you and Don Shelby, which is. Pretty Why don't you settle down with that? I will not. I love that man. Shelby might be one of my favorite people in the world. And see, that's the wonderful proof that I have right there of all this stuff that your people over there at that nut job party that you love so much. You know me. I'm always they like... They the piss out of me, and I still have all these friends that are very liberal. How did that happen? You know me. I'm always like, I love Democratic politicians. Mm-hmm. I love them. I have t-shirts with all their names on it. I know you do. Mm-hmm. It's nonstop. <laughs> Um, That's all I'm saying. No, yeah, because they do such a, all these politicians do such a great job, wear their t-shirt. Yeah, DFL means down for life, right, Britt? Down yeah. for life, DFL. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it also could stand for dumb, okay, so I'm not going to go that route, but it, that's not all it could stand for. Sure. Look, I don't like either party right now. I am sick to death of them making us uncomfortable, anxious. Some people are scared to death. I never thought I would see the day. You know, taking shots at each other is great and all the rest of it. But these guys from both parties now get up and say, yeah, that party over there, they're out to destroy your family. They're out to destroy you. They're going to take your job away. They're going to poison you. Oh, my God, the planet's going under. It's like, shut up and do your job. Why don't you get off your ass and do your job and make our lives better? Yeah. What about that? That's what I say. I tell them every day. I text. I send emails every day. I mean, it's so incredibly. And I got to be honest with you, I don't have a dog in this fight. <laughs> but I got to be. Honest, I've never seen a mugshot like the Donny Trump one. Oh, can we talk what about the, the mugshot? Because we, we were remember we were postulating like what it would look like. And he leans forward. He does like a, almost a Kubrick stare. What is and he just, that? He just just like V with his eyes. I know. It's like, so did he do that on? I obviously Absolutely did it on purpose. Absolutely, did but, it on purpose. But for what reason? Because <laughs> he want. He's like, I probably he probably met with a marketing person and was like, "How do I look powerful?" 
and this is the look. The, I mean, look at this look. I know. I like, saw. Oh, looks like the Grim Reaper. He's. I'm coming for you. I'm here to get you. <laughs> it's so good. It's so funny. All of it. Every one of them is just a worthless piece of turd, and they don't do anything for us. They pocket all the money. And we as a society sit there and take it. I will never understand that yeah. as long as I live. Yeah. Why we just sit here and take this stuff. And I got to be honest with you, if I was a person of any color, if I were a person of any color, I'd be so... You're using my skin color to make money? Really? That's not racist though, huh? Oh, it's okay. so bad. It's disgusting. It's really, really disgusting. And I, I'm talking across the board. I'm even talking about like... Even you centrists suck. What do you think of that? I mean, I think I, the one thing about you is it's equal opportunity sucking. Well, I, I'm not going to stand by. How could you support either one of these parties right now? All they're doing is lying to you, both of them. Yeah. Seriously, how can you support either one of them? I don't know. And don't I, give me that, oh, the lesser of two evils. I, that's the most ridiculous. So you're going to accept evil because it's, in your mind, the lesser of two evils. So what's the answer? Uh, maybe actually demand somebody do their goddamn job. How? Get off your ass by voting them out. You don't do your job, you're gone. So to vote them out, you have to vote somebody in. Yeah. Ooh. So Well, we can find a lot better people than we got. All well, right. Leave it up to me. I'll go get them. Mm -hmm. I love that for us. The other night I saw a monkey farting on a snare drum I might vote for. Well, there you go. Well, that'd be a better vote. That's what I'm saying. I'm Absolutely. in. Absolutely. be a much mm -hmm. better vote than these pukes we got to vote for now. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking about a local level, a state level, a national level. These people are the worst I've ever seen. And maybe I'm just paying more attention, but I don't think so. Uh, well, I, I got to be honest with you. I was, I believe, nine years old, and I was all excited for my mother. And then I found out from some nice Italian folks, because JFK, of course, was Irish. All the Italian people in my neighbor said, you know, his father's in the mafia. I'm like, really? And, of course, it turns out his father was he wasn't in the mafia, the Irish mafia, but he was, well, and, and Italian too. But he sure was shoulder to shoulder with him. So I can't tell you how much that hurt my feelings that he would be a mobster. Yeah. Yeah, that's, you can't really come back from that. You can't be like, oh, no. he's a mobster. But don't worry, he's a really good recycler. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, like, there's no exactly. really coming back from he kills people. Hey, listen, what was her name? Rose, Rosemary, Roseanne? What's the, the daughter's name again? Rosemary Kennedy? Oh, uh, the one that they gave oh, yeah. a lobotomy to? Yeah, let's, uh, she's pissing me off, so let's go fry her brain. Right. Oh, that's nice of you there, Dad. Thanks. I know. She wouldn't do what he wanted, so he fried her brain. I know. That's it's the kind of people we got run in this country. That's great. I know. It's so bad. So, well, I, and look, it's not just this country. Look at the world leadership right now. You think that was an, just a coincidence that plane blew up in the sky and fell to the ground right after the guy turned on Putin? Probably not a coincidence. Wow. <laughs> Jesus. How would you like to have been on that plane? You're a couple of miles up, a few miles up, whatever you are, and you're headed face down. I mean, that plane went face down right now. I just hope, I always hope in those situations that it's so quick, nobody realizes it's going on. Well, if the bomb was on the plane, it was very quick. Yeah. And I suppose even if it was hit by a missile, it had to go immediately. Yeah. I would think, anyway. I've never been hit by a missile. How about you? No, I've not been hit by a missile this, this week. I want to get a face on, because what I have to do right now, ladies and gentlemen, 
Uh, welcome on the uh, line, Doug Sprinthal, live in the new GM from Flagship Ford in Baldwin, Wisconsin, home of my new EV Ford Mustang, online, flagshipford.com. Uh, yeah, so have you ever been hit by a missile, Doug? No, I have never been hit by a missile. The day is young, Doug. That's absolutely I know there's right. still time, and I have a long commute now, so anything's possible. I did get some interesting news last night. Uh, you guys were talking about Trump's uh, photo, and that, that sure. really is T-shirt worthy. <laughs> He's selling um, them, I saw. Is he really? He's selling T-shirts with his mug on him. <laughs> Somebody really? actually just emailed us about it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the deal. I'm 6'4 and 220. Trump is 6'3 and 215. I don't think we quite look the same. I got to tell you something. I've shown you the picture. He said he's 6'3. Sometimes he say he claims to be 6'4, but he always says he's 6'3, correct? Yep. Uh, I have pictures standing next to him. We are the exact same height, and I am nowhere near 6'3. What is and that? You, and neither one of you guys are anywhere near 215. No offense, Tom. What is that oh, about? Me, I'm 18 pounds off. Sorry. Oh. Sorry there, Jack <laughs> LaLanne. <laughs> that meant nothing to these two, but to Are you, you kidding me? I know. You remember Jack, Jack LaLanne? Jack LaLanne and his wife, Elaine LaLanne? Oh, you remember them? I know oh, Jack. He must have been a little boy. Oh, man. He pulled a boat with his teeth. Like, he did, I'm right? in. I like me some Jack LaLanne. I had that juicer. Hell yeah. Oh, you did, too. Of course. Man. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. You're older. I keep See, I keep thinking you're around Britney's age, but you're seven years older or something About like seven that. or eight years, yeah. Yeah, I keep forgetting that part. So, yeah, you would remember oh, Jack. Yeah. You don't remember Jack. Well, no, I have those, no idea. Who for, those, for people born in this century, he was a fitness guru in the 50s. And really good at it, by the way. Purple yeah. jumpsuit and all, baby. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What do you think that's about uh, Trump saying that he's a different height than he is? It's a guy thing. Guys do that all the time. Okay. Well, like Andy got mad at me the other day. He says, Dad, why do you keep telling people that, that you're as tall as you are? You're not that tall. I said, no, I said I used to be 6'1". See, what Andy doesn't realize is when you get older, you do shrink a little. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's right. And he goes, why, why are you saying you're not that tall? It's like, I said. I, then I said, you know what, Andy? Why don't you shut up? It's not just a guy thing because <laughs> yeah. I inform people that I used to be 5'10". I don't know what I am anymore, <laughs> but like I always say, exactly. I, I went on my tallest, I've been 5'10". Precisely. No question about it. So, yeah, I, so, so Doug, you're, you're what? You're, you're 6'3", aren't you? Uh, I probably am now. I was a little over six four in my uh, uh, playing days, yeah. but I, you know, I'm, I, you do shrink a little. Well, I was six one, and now if I'm six feet, I'd be shocked. Yeah, I yeah. will tell you, because you do shrink, man. There's no question. And I like think I, said, I told you guys I'm ready for the political season. Though I bought myself a big I like Ike flag for the boat. I'm start <laughs> flying that this weekend. Thank I watched God. the I watched the first Republican debates, and Did it was you really. Uh, yeah, you know, oh. it's, it's my here's my interesting political question that I ask friends uh, on both sides of the aisle. Let's yes, say that Joe Biden and Donald Trump don't run for in 24 for whatever reason, mm-hmm. uh, yes, whether sir. it's legal or health or whatever, uh, who on the GOP side and who on the Democrat side runs. And and that way you can talk politics without like fist fighting with people. It's a kind of an interesting question and that's for the reason that I watched uh, the Republican debate. That and I saw, you remember the comedian that I've been following that does the killer Trump imitation, J.L. Colvin? Oh, uh, yeah, sure. He did uh, uh, Trump's rebuttal to the... <laughs> he, he kept calling the guy Anthrax Ramadan. Anthrax <laughs> Ramadan, yes. It's just brutal. 
I kind of like Ramadan. That's a good name. And the Jews will like it. So that'll be good. I don't think they will. That's, that's a what, Muslim holiday. That was kind of my point, but you know, oh, you're, not, you're not smart enough at this time of day to follow him. And I, as yeah, I said it, right. I went, he's never going to get this because he's kind of dim. Well, thanks, Tom. <laughs> Love you too. Have oh. fun at the fair, by the way. Well, I, are you coming? <laughs> you be, why aren't you coming? Because I have to work, damn it. No, I have you have an actual don't. job. I'm going to call flagship Ford and say, fire him just hey, for today. You've got enough talent out there with Dr. Basham and Michael and I would like to see Shelby. I haven't. Oh, seen Shelby's him in a, a great time. guy. Shelby's a great guy, no question. I had so much fun meeting him in the early days of the family podcast. In fact, I'm oh, yeah. sitting across the table from him, and he starts talking to me, and I didn't say anything. And I realized, wait a minute, Doug, you're not watching TV. This guy's asking you <laughs> questions. You have to say something back. Yeah, it was just such exactly. a weird feeling. I don't know. I will tell you honestly, and and I'm being very serious. I love Don Shelby. I used to really like him a lot. But when all these pukes there tried to make money off of calling me this name and that name, and of course there's no proof of any of it ever being true, they just they tried to destroy my career. And they did destroy my voiceover career. Don Shelby, uh, matter of fact, all the top anchors in town, so none of the people at Channel 11, but anyway, all the top anchors in town stood up and said, that's not true. That's just flat out not true. That's so, great. I mean, for a guy like Don Shelby to do that, or, you know, you go down the list, uh, you know, next time, I, next time I see him, I have to check a story that I think that he told, but I'm not positive. Um, as everybody, most people know, he is. Uh, you know, he quit drinking many years ago. Many probably, years what, ago, fifteen or twenty years ago. Oh, longer than that. But he talked about the night, the last night that he was drinking. He was out pouring them down with a buddy of his, <laughs> and the guy was a wine collector. And they wound up, they finished the night off uh, cracking open a thirty thousand dollar bottle of wine. And he woke up the next morning and goes, and he didn't even remember drinking it. Thirty thousand dollars. Probably time to to hang it up. Yeah, when you're down in 30 G's and you don't remember doing it, yeah, I would have to agree with you. That it might be time, ladies and yeah, gentlemen. That could be time. That's a sign. It's all true. There's no question about it. So I so just for uh, those that aren't going to the fair tomorrow, come on out to flagship Ford. Um, Ford is rolling out some great incentives on new cars. Low interest rate loans are back. We've got one nine one point nine percent for sixty on Mach E. It's just like Tom. Uh, three nine on the F one fifties, two nine on the Explorers. So that's that's been that's been absent uh, during the inventory shortage. But things are returning to normal, and the manufacturers are pouring on incentives. So you can always contact me at Doug at Flagship Ford if you have Ford questions or car questions in general. And I look forward to hearing from people. And we are getting this is working, Tom. Speaking of which, I got a bone to pick with you guys. Not that you're the ones that do the website. Mm-hmm. But if you click on the Tom Bernard uh, uh, show uh, webpage and then click on our advertisers, guess who isn't on there? I, I just, uh, why do you tell, don't tell me things like that. I run into so much of this, people not doing their jobs anymore. It won't, I'd like to kill someone. So we got Jesus. Mike Bryant, we got uh, uh, Mike from My Pillow, and I figure, well, maybe it's just because my name isn't Mike. But then it turns out there's <laughs> other people on, there's other non-Mikes on the webpage. Again, so. Doug, the day is young. You could be a Mike before 5 o'clock. Okay? Right? I'm just saying. If you tried yeah. hard enough. <laughs> yeah. Mike right, Sprinthal. Okay. Yep. <laughs> there's no question kind of about it. To it. Anyway, have a great time at the fair. You couldn't have picked a better day. It's going to be cool. Uh, can you imagine being out there on, on Wednesday? Jeez, it's... 
friends at work affair. And oh, man. Brutal. Well, they, yeah, that was set up day on Wednesday, so that had to, working that hard on that hot a yep. day must have been a thrill. Yep. All right, you going to spend any time in a boat this weekend? Of course. What a shock. Work. What a shock. Hey, we've been home for the last three days. It's weird. Oh, have you really? Yeah. It's too hot? 105 is hot. For, <laughs> is a little hot for boating. <laughs> I can see You know, they that, aren't yes. insulated, and they, you know, it'll cool down to about 88 in the cabin. So it's like, yeah, let's we'll go home. Let's take a pass. And we'll watch uh, Fisk. Oh, did you watch another one? Yeah, we did. I had to look up what a tip staff was, you know, because her oh, father yes. Yes. Uh, runs off with a tip staff. I'm like, was well, that like a servant or whatever? It's a, uh, Apparently it's Australian or English for a bailiff. And it, uh, it yeah, comes I never... from the old days. When they used to arrest people, they would beat them with staffs. When do they still do that? Well, yeah, occasionally, but now with their cameras everywhere, they kind of lighten up on that. No, they should do it even harder in front of the cameras. <laughs> Don't commit <laughs> crimes, and I won't whip your ass. What do you think? That's a good tip. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it just goes, oh, okay. <laughs> Not a problem. Uh, Catherine wants to know when the four of us are going out to dinner. Well, um, you have my phone number, I think. So you could call me and let me know when you're available. Okay, we can do that. And then we'll go out to dinner. We would love to do it. I will, well, I guess I won't see you today or tomorrow. I guess, it'll be a long time before I see Dougie. It's going to be weeks though. and weeks. Weeks oh, and weeks. Oh, my God. You'll be fine, Tom. I I'll don't think so. send you a photograph. Yeah, do that. Well, yeah, send me a photograph. I found one on Memories, and this had to be from 10 or 11 years ago. It was the old, old podcast studio, and it's you and me, and I was just effing with you because I had a KDWB uh, sweatshirt on. I remember that. I do remember that, absolutely. I and, think that was the day Echo Bodine thought that I was your son. Yeah, she did. She came in and said, oh, is this your son? Yeah, he's eight years younger than oh me. Oh, my up. God, that is <laughs> devastating. I had a baby at eight years old is what happened, and, and well, I, I said... I, the ironic thing is she's a psychic. And she's a psychic. That's the best part of it. Not great. A psychic who thought you were my son. <laughs> That's insane. All right, you hun yuck. Well, I will talk to you next week, unless, of course, yep. you just magically appear at the fair. They won't let me in. It's a parole violation, but we'll I understand. talk about that later. All right, Dougie, you thank later. you, sir. Have a great weekend. You too. Longtime friend of the Tom Bernard Show, Doug Sprinthal, flagship Ford in Baldwin, Wisconsin, online. It's flagshipford.com. See, there's another example right there. Huh. Dougie is one of my best friends, has been for a long, long time. Yeah, I was just thinking about that as I made that statement. I would say that 85 to 90% of my friends are Democrats. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, because Doug is. He's a very liberal guy. Yeah. His father was a, was a professor at Harvard, you know. Yeah, I mean, did you know that? Yes, because he's informed me. It's not only <laughs> yes, because he not only do me. you have to immediately say that you've been to Harvard, but you have to immediately say if your dad has been to Harvard. <laughs> That's right, exactly. Ladies and gentlemen, what we're talking about here is join us at Carousel Park in front of the grandstand this Saturday from 10 to 11 a.m. We'll be joined by legendary broadcaster Don Shelby, along with Brittany being there, maybe even a few other surprise guests. It's the fair, so you never know who will drop by. Yeah, more and more people are saying they're going to come by, so please do come over. We'd love to see you. That is tomorrow, August 26th at 10 a.m., Carousel Park in front of the grandstand. So, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll be there, so you'll be there. And I can just ta- ta- I can tag that with happy birthday, toots. Yeah, happy it's, birthday, toots. It's today, right? Today's her yeah, birthday. Yeah, the 25th, I thought so. Yes, happy yeah. birthday, toots. The only thing about birthdays is you hmm. go, 
Really? She's been dead for 15 years already? I hate That's it. That's the part of it you'll hate. Oh, I, I hate it all. I, I hate it all. I like, like even it. when I realized just now it was the 25th when you said happy birthday, I was like, oh my God, it must be August 25th. It is. Oh, I hate it all. I adored my mother. And as you should. I still adore my mother. I as didn't give up. As you should, yeah. She turned her back and died on me, but I support her anyway. You're pretty much an orphan. I'm an orphan. <laughs> it's true. Bob Sansevier will join us uh, coming up in just a couple of seconds, ladies and gentlemen. We had little Dougie there, and we'll be right back with Bob right after this. This is Bob Sansevier, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy too. Dave is a down-to-earth guy. He grew up in northern Minnesota, rides a Harley, and worked various jobs doing concrete, electrical, plumbing, roofing, and carpentry work. Dave works for people with work-related injuries. If you work construction, or anywhere for that matter, and you're hurt or even just hurting, you should talk to Dave. Let's face it, our bodies wear out. If your body is worn out from work, if your knees or back or shoulders hurt from things you do at work, do what Mary did. Call Dave and talk to him about it at Bialki Law to set up a free initial conversation consultation. The number to call is 763-571-2410. That's 763-571-2410. Or visit BialkiLaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E Law.com. There's plenty of thoughts that come into your head when you think the name Killebrew. Of course, there's the Minnesota baseball legend, Harmon, who was responsible for many a favorite memory at the old Met Stadium in Bloomington, and many a baseball that ended up in the stands and in the gloves of adoring fans from his home runs. There's Killebrew Drive, the legendary road that connects Highway 77 to the Mall of America, and a day of shopping you'll never forget. My current thoughts for the name Killebrew is fun floats in our kitchen with my kids and grandkids, a cool, refreshing break in between innings at Target or CHS Field. Or maybe a perfect sunset paired with a sweet, frothy beverage after fishing or on your favorite walleye lake. Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. Grab a six-pack at a grocery or convenience store near you. I'm Tom Bernard. This summer, enjoy the one Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. Your family will love Minnesota-made Killebrew Old-Fashioned Root Beer and Cream Soda. Then cheer on the fun. Take it from me, Ken Herbeck, Killebrew. It's how memories are created and legends are made. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. You know, I'm assuming since Fat Bottom Girls is extremely offensive, I have to ask this question. Why does the wedding have to be white? Oh. I'm, I'm very offended by that. You know what I mean? It's a nice day for a white Multicultural wedding. wedding. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. That's what's coming. <laughs> it's a nice day for a multicultural wedding. I yeah, cannot yeah. with you. Me? I'm not the one who went after fat bottom girls. I'd like to point that out. You and your all your liberal best friends. I do. I have a lot of liberal best friends. What the hell am I thinking? I don't know. What's that all about? I don't know. You tell me, sir. Well, I found a few smart ones. Oh, <laughs> good. See, that's what you get when you dig in too deep there, sister. Shots fired. Well, we forgot Gelfan. You- Gelfan's the lib- most liberal one of them all, and I adore that man. You adore that man. I don't know why. Why do I? He's so great. Based on what? I love him. He's nice. He's sweet. But He's why super funny. Very smart. I don't know about sweet. What do you want me to I want me to give him compliments, <laughs> and then you want to fight it. <laughs> it's kind of the way life goes. Mm. I'm Ralph Cramden right now. I know. Alice. Don't say to the moon. That's a threat. <laughs> one of No, one of my favorite, and Sandy, you know I've talked about this a number of times, you know that Ralph Cramden, Jackie Gleason, did not go to rehearsal. He showed up just in time to shoot the show or do it live, and he, he never auditioned anybody. He never did anything. He would come, sit down on the set. He knew, he knew his lines, and he'd just go. He'd do the show. Right? <laughs> Did he know his lines or did he just well, wing it? Sometimes. But one of my favorite scenes, and it, it's, it's out there, you can find it. He sits down and he puts his hands on the table. He clips his plate. The pork chop flies off the plate and breaks in half because it's not a real pork chop, it's mm-hmm. a piece of wood. <laughs> right? So he knows he's on the air live. He sees this broken pork chop on the floor and he goes, Alice. That pork chop is overcooked, mm. which I thought was phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. A tad yeah. overcooked. Severely overcooked. There's yeah. A, yeah, there's a great scene on Saturday Night Live where Dana Carvey plays this guy named Massive Head Wound Harry, where he has like oh. a piece of meat sticking out of his head. Yeah. And he's at a party, and he lays down, and a dog is in the scene, and oh. a dog comes up and starts to lick the meat. I can remember and this And he's tearing, he's tearing the meat away from Dana Carvey's head. Obviously, it's not in the script, and everybody is kind right. of standing around going, oh, my God, what is, what, what's he going to do? And Dana goes, he must smell my dog huge laugh like it's a huge laugh and saves the scene but yeah had it not the dog would have just ripped the meat (laughs) off and that would have been the end of the scene so a question I have is how did they not know the dog would do that well they had gone through rehearsals that day and the dog was because it's a trained dog, yeah, and it, 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 it was totally fine during rehearsals. And then I, out of nowhere, in the live when they did it live that night, he, for whatever reason, just got a hankering for meat. Well, let's get to the meat of the problem with Bob Sansevier. Brought to you by Bielke Law Firm. Heard at work. Dave Bielke goes to work for you. Taking care of your workers' comp injury claims and denials. Go to B-I-A-L-K-E Law.com. Tell them Bob and Tom sent you. Sandy, how are you, Pally? I'm just doing great. And, you know, I wanted to mention about uh, the Ralph Cramden character. 
I'm wondering if the hamana 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 was him forgetting his lines oh. and trying to trying to buy some time, but it was hilarious. It's one of the greatest shows ever made of all time. It still probably is the best sitcom ever made. It's got to be up there if it's not. Yeah, I mean there are other really really great ones. Don't get me wrong, but that show, man, I was so lucky to be just a little boy when that thing hit the air. It just it taught me so much about what comedy is really all about. Just as a little boy, I could understand that. And the entire show took place in like a ten by ten yeah. set. You, we never saw their bedroom. We had they no. had their dresser nope. was in the kitchen. Yeah, that's exactly right. You never saw the bedroom, and that was all you. It was a little kitchenette living room combo, is what you saw. Yeah. God, that show was phenomenal. Nobody will ever it top it. Was the original part of another show that he had, or was the original yes. actually just a series? Yeah, what was the name? It was a Dumont Network, I believe, was the original Yeah, I think it was. A Dumont or DuPont. DuPont. Du- yeah, maybe Dumont or DuPont Network, whatever the hell it was called. And then they it went over to CBS, I believe, is, is where it ended up. But to this day, I've seen each episode, I would say, about 100 times. To this day, I would sit down and watch five of them in a row because I would still laugh my ass off. I mean, just I I bribe a dust. I mean, I bribe that a dust. One is terrific. It's so nervous I, on a game show. I bribe a dust. <laughs> yeah, that was fantastic. And, I, and well, how about the uh, the uh, Ralph Cramden uh, Ed Norton golf uh, tip? Remember that when one? He keeps, when he keeps throwing his arms to to address the, address the ball. He goes. Okay, first of all, Norton, address the ball, which in golf means just step up to the ball. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. He goes, Norton, address the ball, and he goes, hello, ball. <laughs> <laughs> As a little boy, I thought that was hilarious. I'm sure you thought that was hilarious. <laughs> I laugh forever. So, Sandy, you and I are kind of like the, although neither one of us weigh 320 pounds, so we can't really be Norton and, and uh, Jackie Gleason. What are you going to do? No, I'd have to put on 105. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there you go. So what do you got going, Sandy? Well, I, you know, we got to talk about Speedy Addison. Jordan Addison, remember it back in July, 140 yes. miles an hour. Well, yes, he has a plea deal. Uh, no reckless driving charge. That's been uh, that's been eliminated if this is okay. It's September 19th, the judge has to okay. Probably will because according to authorities, this happens. But he's agreed to the plea deal. Misdemeanors, it's been knocked down with petty misdemeanor. He has to pay a $686 fine and lose his license for six months. See, what I would have made him do is get a beater that doesn't go more than 45 miles an hour and make oh. him drive that for six months. See, that would be amazing. That would drive him That's crazy. Punishment. Yeah, that would drive him insane. And why was he going a buck 40? His dog uh, was he sick. He had a dog emergency, but we still don't know what the dog emergency was. Oh, yeah. Never said. Oh, so it's not real. Yeah. Well, my guess is maybe the dog swallowed a, a squeak toy, and all it does is when it goes to bark, he has a squeak. <laughs> maybe, yeah. Buck forty's a little fast there, Buster. Yeah, and his Lamborghini, his Lamborghini SUV. You okay. know, because it's winter. You get, we have winters here. So sure. He had to get the SUV with the Lambo, and that's great, by the way. Let's give him his vehicle back just when winter hits. Yeah, right. Very good point. Yeah. Very good point. Yeah. So he. It was, so his punishment is what again, Bob? Uh, it is a $686 fine, petty misdemeanor, and six uh, six month revocation of his license. So no license for six months. So he can't drive for six months. Yep. So how's he going to get back and forth to practice to the game? Well, I would think the Vikings can arrange things. 
Uh, he could Uber or he could, you know, probably hire a driver or, you know, these guys have always have people around them. They have their people that can drive them or maybe a teammate will do it. And also the Vikings have a security staff. Maybe those one of those guys will have to go pick them up. Yeah, that's true. The security staff will probably go get them. I think you're absolutely right about that. Yeah, I don't care what the deal is with your dog. You don't endanger other people's lives because no. your dog is sick. And how many times over the next six months when he's in somebody else's vehicle, hey, pick up the pace. I know I was going to say that too. It's got to be painful for him to be driving uh, just a normal pace. So, yeah, I feel like I agree with you, Bob. I like the idea that giving him an old car, that would be embarrassing for him anyways. I, I think that's a way better punishment. Get him with the beater. And again, you, you put a, can you put a governor on a car? Yep. Like, on, uh, we're going to do that. Yep. No more than 45 miles an hour. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Works so for me. that. And, uh, you know, the Vikings, there's this whole, this Trey Lance thing that the, the Niners are. They said they're likely to keep, which means they will trade him. And if it's true that they want, like, a third-day pick, what are you waiting for? Get the guy and see if he could work for you when you get rid of Cousins. He's a Minnesota kid. Mm-hmm. He hasn't really played much because of COVID, you know, when he was in college yet. I, I just think it's a no-brainer. You go after him and you get him. Figure out a way to get him. Yeah, I mean, Cousins, well, is this is his last year for sure, yes, right? Yeah, they, it's, right. they're not going to re-sign him because it's right. just gotten to be too expensive. And I think, okay, unless he somehow took him to the Super Bowl and they right, won, right, then sure. they'd probably be open to doing a deal if he was like an MVP caliber player. That's but true. otherwise, but why not? It's not going to be Nick Mullins. It's not going to be this Jaron Hall. So why not make a deal? Bob, I have a question for you. For late pick, yeah. What has he ever done anyway? He's never been a winner. His whole career, he's never been a winner. I mean, he wins cousins. games. Yeah, cousins. Yeah. Well, I Tom, I, I've said it repeatedly. The Denny Green of NFL quarterbacks. He yeah. does put up good numbers in the regular season, but in the playoffs, see you later. Yeah, he's never won anything. Why did we get him in the first place? Because they were. This was a Mike Zimmer thing. Oh. He was desperate to make a change. Meantime, they did play in the NFC Championship game, but he didn't. You know, he didn't like the way the quarterbacking was going. Some guys like Joe Cap is a good example of that. Mm-hmm. He was not a great quarterback, but he was a leader. He was a good leader. Yeah, absolutely. Very good point, Bob. You know, so that but that gets lost sometimes with these guys. I, you know, it, Cousins they thought that he could take that next step here that he couldn't make in Washington. He put up good numbers in Washington, you know, but once he got here, he, he again put up good numbers, but he doesn't get you anywhere in the playoffs. And that should be really that's all it should matter, right? Well, Bob, I have a question. Do you think I take this so so badly, so hard? Because I've been through it myself. Do you think that's what, why I, I have such a problem? Because like I said, I finally got rid of Brittany over at the queue. <laughs> and then I end up with her over here anyway. I mean, it's just not fair. Yeah, but I put up numbers in the playoffs. So. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Exactly. Do you, though? Do I, though? Oh, Do I, though? <laughs> Shots fired, Bob. I was being nice to you because yeah. it's your birthday week. Danny Green of, of uh, radio personnel. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Even Randy Moss has a Super Bowl ring but played three snaps in that game. So. That's so He didn't true. play much in that I didn't watch that game. No. Ah, Randy yeah, Moss, hello yeah, talent. The only undefeated team to lose in the Super Bowl. God, he amazing. That is but, amazing. But, I mean, I always thought 
going back to the 2017 team, Case Keenum, he was a Joe Cap type guy. Not a great quarterback, but he was a leader, mm-hmm. and these guys rallied around him. I mean, how do you not think a guy can play the, the position when he throws that pass to Stephon Diggs to win the game against the Saints? Come yeah. On. Yep. No, it's so. true, Bob. I don't understand. I've never understood the things that the Vikings do, but that's just me. No, you're not the only one. It's not, it's not just you. Bob, are you watching so. Hard Knocks at all? I'm not because I really don't. You know what? Of all the years it's been on, I've watched little pieces of it. It doesn't interest me because I've, I mean, I've been, when you've been at a training camp as much as I have, and yeah. I lived in the dorms where the Vikings were mm-hmm. for like five years, I really don't care what's going on at training camps because yeah. I've seen it. I've seen a lot of the hijinks. I mean, it's. Ooh, hijinks. You know, the, the, the drama going on behind it. Yeah. Probably you- one of the. The best ones, though, was when, when uh, Monty Kiffin and Keith Millard had a fight the, at a morning practice, and they decided to stage it where you can see them scuffling on top of Gage Hall, which is like a six, seven-story building, right? And then they step back, and all of a sudden you see a, a body come being it's dressed up like Monty Kiffin flying off the building. <laughs> <laughs> it really was hilarious. You know? But stuff like that, that's the kind of stuff that would have been great in a hard knocks type thing. Yeah. So, I understand. No, but no, I'm not. Is it mm. good? Uh, it's good, yeah. The, they're following the New York Jets in the preseason, and as I was watching it, this new episode came out Tuesday, but I was watching it last night, and I just realized there's there are a handful of NFC North players that are now playing for the Jets. You got Rodgers, Randall Cobb, Lazard, Delvin Cook just signed with them, and I thought, man, how crazy would it be if that team went on to win a Super Bowl this year? And all these guys that used to play for Minnesota and Green Bay ended up uh, hoisting a trophy because it, seem, it seems like Minnesota is so snake-bitten with guys that just can't get it off the ground. And then for whatever reason, they go to another team, and within two years, <gasps> they got a ring on their finger. We're good luck, Chuck. Oh, yeah, yeah. There was a whole movie about this guy that was... Dane Cook. Dane Cook. If you have like sex with a casual sex with him, then the next person you'll be with, you'll marry. And it's called Good Luck Chuck. And, like, people will, women would seek him out knowing that if they want to get married, then just have sex with him. And the next guy you date, you'll marry. I've never even heard of that movie. Yeah. Well, when did it come out? Oh, this was, like, early 2000s, 2000s maybe? Yeah. Oh, yeah. really? It's that been around for a long time, yeah. Jessica Biel was in it, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Honest to God. I'm never a big Dane Cook fan. I didn't think he was funny in the least. No, but we are good luck, Chuck. You mm-hmm. have sex. You come with us, and then your next thing you go do, you'll get a Super Bowl. Well, think of the Super Bowl when the uh, the Buccaneers played the Raiders. A, a former Vikings quarterback was guaranteed a Super Bowl win because it was Rich Gannon against Brad Johnson. Yeah, Johnson oh won. sure, yep. absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I you miss know. Brad. Brad was such a great guy. He what? really was. A great oh guy. man, what a great! He's coming to the KQ Morning Show all the time. He'd do appearances with us. The whole what a just a gentleman of a guy. Yeah, and he. Just, I mean, they certainly. I'm glad he was one of the guys who got the Super Bowl ring. I heard he can barely walk now. Unfortunately. Oh, I hadn't heard that. I haven't talked to him in a few years. Yeah, I guess he has From a, the knee injuries? Yeah, I guess so. He has a bitch of a time getting around. Oh, that's too bad. It is. Such uh, a nice uh, man. Yeah. And uh, oh, I just should mention your twins are six up. They had, uh, uh, you know, the, actually, they have to go on down. Um, they had a rough start, but they came back and won. You know, one late. Jeffers had a home run, five home runs in the game. Woohoo! good for them. 
Did you hear that, Tom? I didn't, was I was hiding it because our listeners emailed when you were like they probably lost. They actually won last night. They were down five to two in the seventh inning. I and they come they come back. Did they really come? Well, I'm glad yeah, to hear that because I used to assume yeah, they lost that game. Jeffers had uh, good had a, a home run, a two run home run in the uh, in the eighth, and also he had a home run. Uh, they had five home runs in the game time. Royce Lewis had a home run and went three for three. Amazing. This kid is something. He is. Just, just keep him healthy, and uh, things will be better. And Buxton, well, Buxton's still not being seen. And, by the way, this Rangers team, you want to talk putrid. This well, that's team the thing. has lost seven straight. But that's the thing, Bob. There's a team that lost six games in a row. I tune in there. They're beating us five to two in the seventh inning. I'm like, what the hell is this now? I couldn't watch the rest of the game. I just I was too pissed off. Well, here's the thing. I was talking this conversation about in a with Jim Rich from Fox Nine about um, you know the playoffs because they get in to three game series, right? So they shorten up the pitching staff and who would you start? And he he thought they should go with Lopez. Well, Lopez has been he was terrific until yesterday when he gave up five earned runs. Mm-hmm. You know, so you never know what's going to happen when uh, you know in a, in a short series and when you get you know you get could have a guy that's going great and then. One game just unravels all of it. It's true. Well, I'm glad to hear that. I had I didn't even check this morning because after they lost that second game earlier this week, I'm like, real. How in the hell did you end up losing that game? Well, that was all bullpen. It was. The, it was 100 percent bullpen. The bullpen let yep. them down. This one, I mean, uh, the bullpen gave them four innings of uh, no run ball and actually no hit ball. Honest to God, ball. really. Yep. So Texas is that bad? Seven in a row. <laughs> yeah, they're that bad. And they hey, are. hey, the Twins got three more against them. So, again, them. So maybe they could really pile on here, which would be, you know, if you're a Twins fans, would be nice. But again, the the Twins, they're like the Vikings when it comes to the postseason. Since, I mean, post 2001. Yep. Then. It's true. Well, Sandy, what are you going to We'll just keep slogging ahead. That's all you can do. And the Vikings, by the way, have a final exhibition game tomorrow against uh, a putrid Cardinals team. Now, do they open up on the 10th or the 3rd, or when do they open the season? They, they, uh, you t- you're talking now about the regular season. Regular yeah, season, Yeah, they open yeah. on that, that uh, whatever that, that Sunday is. Which Sunday? The 10th or what the 3rd? Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's, it's the 10th. It, I thought it's so. Not, it's not the Labor Day weekend one. That's what I thought. I just wanted to make sure because it usually is right after Labor Day. So Yeah, it's the 10th. At, uh, it's a noon game with the Buccaneers coming in here. And then, as I mentioned the other day, and then the schedule makers uh, send them, and it's a Thursday night game, to Philadelphia. So you oh. get a short week. Oh. <laughs> and you have to go to Philly. Uh, that's your 8 o'clock start, is it? Uh, 7.15 for us people in the Central. Glad uh, to hear it. That's very, very smart. Glad to hear it. So I I can actually watch that whole game because I'm not on the queue anymore. Don't have to get up at 3.30 in the morning. Yeah, I mean, back in the days, I couldn't watch those Thursday night games because they would all start at, they used to start at 8 o'clock, then they did move it back to 7.15, but it was still, it just, I couldn't stay up and watch the whole game because I had to get up like four hours later. Yeah. Well, now you can watch it, and uh, yep. you know what? You'll be on the phone, so I'm sure that he'll be up too watching it. Doug Sprinthal, who uh, I, I heard him on a little bit earlier. And, you know, I wonder what his father thought. Was Dougie, a, you know, was he busting his buttons with pride, or 
would be a major disappointment not taking care of the Harvard legacy and going to Harvard. Have you ever met Doug? And have you ever met his father? I've never met his never father. Never met his dad, no. I'm sure he's a brilliant man. I'm here to tell you he was severely disappointed. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I thought. Exactly. exactly. I have no son. I have no. He tears his shirt. The whole, <laughs> the whole deal. Went the whole route with it. All right, Sandy. Great report, I thought. Yeah, me too. All right. We'll yeah, me too. Oh, okay. Well, thanks a lot, Bob. I take care. Ladies and gentlemen, Bob Sands of your sports brought to you by Bielke Law Firm. Heard at work, Dave Bielke goes to work for you. Taking care of your workers' comp injury claims and denials, go to B-I-A-L-K-E dot, uh, excuse me, it's B-I-A-L-K-E law dot com. Again, B-I-A-L-K-E law dot com. Tell them Bob and Tom sent you. Uh, I suppose we better take a break here, do you think? No, let's keep talking. Let's keep schmoozing up a storm. Well, we will, because we'll be with Kristen next, which is super fun. She's putting you in a good mood. She's not even on yet. Yeah, Bob put me in a bad mood, and then Kristen puts me in a good one. Has Sandy ever put you in a good mood? I have no comment on that. Don't you love Sandy? I love him, but... He's a great guy. He is a goofball. But he's a pain in the ass, is that what you Absolutely. Okay. Hi, it's Tommy B. for my friends at Niemeyer Trailer Sales, their Albertville location off Interstate 94. Would like to extend a special offer going on now through the Minnesota State Fair. Along with everything you can buy on a stick at the Great Minnesota Sweat Together, you should have some cool incentives with a State Fair deal when you purchase an RV from Niemeyer's Albertville location. So how's this sound? Receive a free exterior ceramic coat and nano-cure interior treatment. These coatings provide a durable, long-lasting shield against dirt, water, and UV rays, and basically extend the life of your RV to keep it looking newer and lasting longer. And it's a $2,000 value, by the way. Free with purchase if you get an RV from Niemeyer's by September 5th in Albertville only. Plus great deals on their campers at both Albertville and Elko New Market, now through the end of the State Fair. Take your passion on the road with Niemeyer Trailer Sales and see my guys and gals at Niemeyer's. And look what they got at Niemeyer's.com. That's N-I-E-M-E-Y-E-R-S.com. Niemeyer's.com. Your State Fair deals end on September 5th. Oh, and please do tell them that Tommy sent you. I'm here with Ben Williams, former defensive end for the Minnesota Vikings. Ben, you were in peak health playing football when you went into kidney failure and needed a transplant. An organ donor saved your life. What do you want people to know? That's right, Tom. I found out my life was going to have two paths. Either hooked up to a dialysis machine five days a week, four hours a day for the rest of my life, or receive a kidney transplant. I actually started to lose hope. When I was about to start dialysis, I received a call. My perfect match for a kidney was available. A stranger checked the donor box on their driver's license and saved my life. I actually felt 18 again. Now I want to pay it forward by encouraging others to register. I learned from LifeSource that men register at rates much lower than women. We need more men to check the box at the DMV. When you pass away, that small decision and act can help someone like me. There are 2,300 people in Minnesota like Ben right now waiting for a life-saving transplant. Make your game plan to be a hero. To learn more, visit life-source.org. I'm here talking with my friends Michael Bilski and Brad Huckle of North American Banking Company. Guys, it seems like banking has changed quite a bit since you first opened your doors in 1998. Yes and no. In 98, we didn't have online and mobile banking like we do today. Many banking processes have also changed. One thing that hasn't changed is we still provide a true community bank experience right here in the Twin Cities. 
Our team takes the time to get to know our customers and their goals. This creates a relationship that is unique in banking today and one our customers appreciate. It's why we like to say we provide a better banking experience. You're absolutely right, Brad. I've been a customer for a long time. The service your team provides is phenomenal. Thanks, Tommy. So why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, equal housing lender. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. You know, we're, we're keeping pace with the new, uh, the podcasting course taking the, taking the place of radio in a lot of spots, but we've moved even a, on this show a step further where if women uh, go remote on the show, they always have to be in a closet. Because <laughs> Britt was in a closet yesterday, you're in a closet every day, so that's good. Yeah, I love that we had two people in a closet at one time <laughs> I yesterday. I know. How funny. We just going to be in the same closet. Just save some of the space here. Just like uh, you all of a sudden see the side of my arm and Tom goes, wait a minute. Is, are you guys in the same closet? <laughs> you, could, you guys could meet in like Colorado. That'd perfect. be perfect. No Somewhere question. Between. So were you out last night boozing it up? I was actually. I knew no. it. <laughs> I could tell by looking at you. You're tired. Really? You're a booze hound. I'm not a booze hound. No, I went out to dinner last night, but I was home by 8 o'clock and in bed by 9. Nice. You know what's weird about that? The earlier I go to bed, the longer I sleep, the more tired I look. What the hell is that? Why would that be? Oh, yeah, I do. I look. If I sleep too much, it's worse than not sleeping enough for me. I don't know why that. I suppose all those years of getting up so damn early. I've gone to bed early the last couple of nights, but I've gone to events the last three nights. All right. We want to hear about them. You want to hear about them? Well, are they good events or are they just personal events? Um, No, they're all good events. I mean, I went to the Hollywood Ballet. They are finally launching a ballet company here in Los Angeles. We do have a couple of ballet companies, but this is the first ballet company. And this is going to sound strange to everyone else, like everywhere across the country. But we didn't have a ballet company that played with the live orchestra. So if you went to go see like the Nutcracker, they'd be basically like turning on the CD and <laughs> playing the Nutcracker music. God, Fawny. You've never met Fawn, have you, my granddaughter? I have not. Seven years old now. Swear to God. Hey, um, you want to go hit uh, balls? Want to hit some golf balls? I'm a dancer. <laughs> Do you want to go to the pool? Yeah, I'll go to the pool, but I'm a dancer. I'm a dancer. I'm first <laughs> like, and foremost oh a dancer. <laughs> I'm a dancer. Oh, okay. I love that. She's got to protect, you know, her instrument, which yeah, is her body. Yeah, her instrument. I get it. No, you're absolutely right. Fanny and I are very much alike. Every I always talk about Alex. You are. Like, yep. Yeah, we're very similar. I was like, I know exactly how this is going to play out. <laughs> you can start calling me Bop Bop just because you're so much like her. And she That's invented right. That. When yeah. I start, like, texting you, Bop Bop. <laughs> Bop Bop. What are you doing, Bop Bop? Because she's the one who came up with that. It's so cute. It's very, very. I, I am, once again, I'd like to bitch and piss and moan about life like most people do, but I just can't. I have a magnificent wife, great kids, great grandkids, and it's, my friends are okay, you know, like, what's your name over here? What's your name again? Yeah, those liberal pieces of shit. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everyone who was celebrating that uh, mugshot last night, Can those you, friends. What the hell was that all about, that mugshot? I think he's entered his Disney villain era. <laughs> yeah. That is my thought. I like that. It <laughs> yeah. did look like a Disney villain. You're right. Well, well, listen, if I were Donald Trump, like you have to just like lean all the way into this yeah, and yep. you have to do a mugshot that people are going to talk about because he wants to be talked about. And we know this. So yeah. uh, this is great. 
This is great for him. He people are going to talk about it whether they're upset about it or whether they're happy about it. Okay. He's the real a- the real question is: Is there you know like when you see something like this, you go, "Oh wow, he's so intense. He's a whatever." Now imagine the fact that he had to practice in the mirror to get this oh, yeah. face down for oh, like an yeah. hour. Mm-hmm. Get the best mm-hmm. angle. Yeah. Make oh, he had sure an angle. that like oh. his hair. I, I I do believe. I mean, because his hair looks pretty good in that. Yeah. I was like, it looks like it's a like the right shade. So he probably worked on that. And yeah. you know, there's things to think about. Yeah, the only mug shot were behind the scenes. There was hair and makeup. Exactly. Somebody on set to make sure that that look all, looked all nice. Well, exactly. The makeup was perfect. Mm-hmm. The right shade of tan that he likes. Do you think it's a good thing, a good era right now, when a former president, the first one to ever appear in a mugshot, then you got the other president, they're talking about indicting him, and it's like, it's not a real good political time in America, is it? No, I mean, like, talk to any of your friends who live in Europe, and they are laughing at us. Of course they they are. A lot of my friends uh, who do live in Europe, who are European, not Americans who have moved overseas, but they literally said, what happened? What happened to you guys? And it's hard to explain when you feel like you have a rational view of politics, but a lot of other people don't, and that's how they're voting. Well, we have two guys, the last two presidents, the current president and president before him, Donald Trump, both scammed the hell out of people to make their money. That's a good place to start. They're both scam artists. Well, yeah, they're the ones that we know. I mean, and there are so many others <laughs> right, in Congress. And I mean, like, listen, this is not just like solely a White House situation or problem. I just don't see how anybody can go, well, look at that guy. Look at both the guys. I mean, Jesus, is this really what you want for a president? Really? Although yeah, I, I mean, you're get. I have my, one of my big problems, too, is with Congress. Like, all of them yeah. having insider information and then, like, starting to buy and sell certain stocks and making a fortune off of it. What was her name again? The Speaker of the House? Nancy Pelosi. Oh, my God. That, that's how she made all of her money. Early but buys. She's not the only one. She oh, I know. But she was the biggest one. She's one of the biggest ones, sure. But yep. it's like, that should be illegal. I'm sorry. I think it yeah. is illegal. But you can't prove it. That's the problem. It, it is illegal, but you can't prove it. Like it's this just, is who we got running our country. This is really great, isn't it? Yeah. Let me just get that Russian prick over here. He can run the outfit. He's he's even filthier than they are. Putin? Drago? Yeah, yeah. Putin, yeah. Drago, yeah, that's who it is. Drago. Putin, if you're his enemy, he just has you assassinated. <laughs> shoot you out of the sky. Don't worry Amazing about it. Amazing how his plane all of a sudden just went down. Yeah. I don't know. What happened? Or how you suddenly get poisoned all the time and <laughs> like Russian spies oh, yeah. like all of a sudden. Just drop dead. Well, can you name a place right now on this earth? You, as bad as things are here, is there anywhere you'd rather live? Maybe Portugal. That's about it. I was like Portugal. Yeah. I like Costa Rica. I could live. I've there. never been there. Is that nice? It's so gorgeous. That's what I've heard. Is, yeah. You know what's so lovely about it too is that you have the rainforest, you have mm-hmm. the beach, you have the mountains. You can do all of that in the same trip. See but volcanic it- activity. It's really a beautiful country is it dangerous though um i don't think i mean for tourists i don't think so i mean you might get a little shakedown from the cops they'll pull you over for speeding and they try to 
get a little money out of you. Once again, the authorities are out for the money. What a shock. Shock and awe. You know, and it was funny. It happened to us and my boyfriend at the time, because I went with a now ex-boyfriend, he started, like, the guy was talking to him in Spanish and then my boyfriend just started going, I don't understand, and playing this game of, like, who's on first. And they got so frustrated because my boyfriend just played really, really stupid and they let us go (laughs) without giving any money. And I was like, wow, that was a really good game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is a good game. If you don't, if you ended up not giving any money, that's a big deal. None. I I think that they were just so frustrated with the conversation because he kept talking them in circles. (laughs) It was great. So Costa Rica, I have a friend that lives in Costa Rica. Oh, a lot of expats live there. Yeah, he lives there. A lot of Americans. In fact, when you go down there, you can just pay in American dollars. You don't have to pay in colones at all. That's what I heard, yeah. He, uh, every time he sends me a a video or a picture or something, he's always on a helicopter. Oh, dang. He's going through the mountains and the forests and all that stuff. He, well, he was in the record business. He did okay. He, he made a little dough. Let me just put it that way. Yeah. It, and you, it's easy to move there if you open a business. Like a lot right. of expats will open like a coffee shop or something. How about a radio show? They have radio in oh, Costa Rica. Nice. Let's do it. I would move to Costa Rica in a heartbeat and we can do the Tom Bernard morning show. All right. Let's get And then go up. to the beach after. I heard the beaches are magnificent down there. Oh, they are stunning. Stunning. I've always wanted it's, to go to Brazil, but now I heard it's not safe in Brazil. For I would go to Costa Rica over Brazil, probably. That's what I've heard, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, even he, when they did the Rio Olympics in 2016, they had to do a lot of, like, cleaning up, which, you know, means just, like, shoving it, like, under the bed. <laughs> I know. In closets. Yeah. You know, yeah. that kind of cleaning up. Um, just to make sure that it, it looked safe for people that were visiting. And how American of us to go down there and then stage being robbed. You guys Ryan Lochte, yeah, Ryan Lochte, yeah, Ryan Lochte, and then he, remember he went on Dancing with the Stars that season, and then protesters rushed Tom Bergeron oh. in the middle of a live show, and that actually changed all of the security measures moving forward on that show, which mm-hmm. I thought was really interesting. A good move, yeah, good move. I mean, they probably needed to have him anyways because something was going to happen down the line, and uh, but yeah, it was a real game changer for the show. God, I've never been to Mexico, Central America, South America. I've never been anywhere. You've never been to Mexico? Never been. Well, I've been on the border. Oh, um, San Miguel de Allende. I highly recommend. I think that's a place like a lot of people don't know about. A lot of expats also live there, but it's in Central Mexico and it's not along the coast. So you're in the mountains and it is so beautiful and the culture there is incredible. I've been to Cuba twice. I'd love to go to Cuba. Cuba's great. You should go to Cuba. The people are nice. I was I was actually in the actual Cuba, and then I've been in the Cuba in Miami, too. I mean, there is an area of, of Miami that is Cuba, and it's mm-hmm. really cool. It's, it's If you've never been, you should go. It oh, yeah. Amazing. I've worked a lot in Miami, and a lot of that area, if you don't speak Spanish— like at a store or at a restaurant, yep. you just are kind yep. of you know you just kind of have to figure it out, figure out the language together because it 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 is a major Cuban community. It is indeed, and uh, and I tell you, it's seriously, the Cuban people in Cuba could not be nicer. They're very sweet people. I don't know and about the, the management. Oh, the food's amazing. A lot of chicken. I will tell you one thing about it. you go to Cuba, you are going to eat some chicken. There's no doubt. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. But yeah, it's. Uh, the only thing about Cuba, if you're going to go, you kind of 
gird your loins because this beautiful architecture is just rotting in place. I mean, literally, pieces of buildings just fall off because they haven't been maintained in so long. That's really, really sad. It's beautiful architecture, but it's in horrible shape. In disrepair. That's so sad. Yeah, it is. It's really sad because they keep, once again, he keeps all the money. You know, all the money goes to that, oh, and you should see that place. You go by the the palace or whatever the hell it is. The paint's uh, looking pretty good on that building, I'll tell you that. <laughs> right? He's like, oh, we'll make this really fancy, but oh, yeah. the rest of it, there's no money to go around. Sorry. No, I, I, what a great, and it was, um, I think we were celebrating Catherine's birthday, and they came and picked us up in like uh, three or four 1957 Pontiacs and Buicks convertibles. They were pristine. My God, were they beautiful. It was a great, it's, you should go. Absolutely go to Cuba if you, you get a chance. Yeah, that sounds fabulous. All right, so as far as watching, oh, you know what? It's not, not probably going to mean too much to anybody else, but I got to mention it. There's a guy named Eric Peterson that's an actor. He's a Canadian actor. Um, and he plays Oscar on Corner Gas. Now, have you guys watched Corner Gas yet? No. <clears throat> it's one of the funniest shows ever on television. You, you have, there were six seasons, five or six seasons of it. Really funny. But the grandfather on there, who's this cranky old bastard, his name, that's Eric Peterson's his real name, but his name is uh, Oscar on the show. Uh, as a matter of fact, he and his wife are always fighting. They, their last fight on the show was about the fact that she found a garden gnome that ju- looked just like him. <laughs> 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 Which was hilarious. She's, look at this, look at this. That's <laughs> twin. so funny. So I'm watching Murdoch Mysteries. You ever watch Murdoch Mysteries? Mm-mm. Phenomenal show. It's a Canadian show as well, out of Toronto. And there's Oscar. I, it was so weird to see him out of characters that the only place I've ever seen him is on Corner Gas. Yeah. Now he's a big shot attorney on this other show. I'm like, wait a minute, can I buy this? You're like, wait a minute. Who <laughs> <laughs> used to be him being a pain in the ass to his wife? No, it's, I love that about the Canadian. A lot of Canadian TV is very good too. They do a nice job. Corner Gas, yeah, watch it. We're going to be seeing a lot of it. I'm telling you, we're going to be seeing a lot oh, yeah. of Korean shows, Canadian sure. shows. Yep. And I did look up Fisk for you just to see where you can watch oh, season two. Because there's only two seasons oh, I thought there um, were right seasons. now. Season one and season two is all that's available. Damn it. I know. But season two currently is not available anywhere in the U.S. It is only available in Australia. You can get a VPN if you want to and download it from there. That would be the only way you could sort of circumvent that. I love that show. Have you watched the show? I haven't watched it yet. Because Doug Sprinthal started watching. And he said, and he literally left me a message. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for telling me about, about Fisk. She is incredibly good at Kitty Flanagan. She's yes. amazingly good in that show. I might wait until the second season's available so I, I can know. watch two seasons back to back because I get frustrated when I only have one season and then I'm just kind of stuck and left hanging because you know what happens? Sometimes you wait a year to then see the show again and you're like, what happens? Wait, do I have to go back and watch the last yeah. episode of the first yep. season and remember what's going to happen in the second um, season? This yep. is not like that. The plot is not moving that fast. It's like... You know what I mean? Like, it's funny, but it's not like, what twist? Who married who? It's really like this dry humor that you could probably jump in just oh, fine. Fisk. Yeah. Don't you love it? Oh, I love it. But it's yeah, you don't show. have to worry about that so much following the plot. It's very, it feels like you could get away with just watching a season and being fine. 
I don't know, though. I'm going to miss it if I can't find it for yeah. a while. Yeah, that's, really I, I know how my viewing habits are. I'll want to watch season one and two back to back just because that I just like to just binge and just dive right into the world and then yeah. sort of like cap it all off. You and Michael Bryant. Michael yeah, Bryant. It's, you know, I, some people, it's either like to binge or not to binge. You're on one side of the fence or the other. And I'm a, I'm a total binger. I believe, and I'm not sure about this, but I believe there are 130 episodes of over a six-year period of Corner Gas. Uh-huh. Michael Bryan asked me, should he watch Corner Gas? He watched 130 episodes in four days. How does he do it's four like, days? Jesus. And he's like the busiest person I, I know. know. Did he like, go to what? sleep at all? <laughs> to God. Was there a bathroom break or snack break in there? <laughs> I don't know, but he loved it. It is a very what? funny show. It's honestly why I think Suits is also doing so well, besides it being like a, a good show, um, you know, a good procedural type of show. It's you have eight seasons available to you. And yeah. I think that that's why people are really grasping onto it right now. When we don't know, everything's getting pushed, you know, movies are getting pushed now at this yeah. point, TV shows are getting pushed. And uh, as long as this strike is dragging on, we're starting to really see people go, okay, well, what else can I watch? And I think that's why suits is like really grabbing a hold of people. Yeah. I think, yeah, you're probably right about that. I just, uh, you know, I, in a way, it might be a good thing for the American people to see a lot of Canadian TV because there's a lot of good shows on, on Canadian television. There are a lot of them. There are. And, you know, it's like we get so, like, hyper-focused on our country yeah. when there are. Yep. I mean, just having, like, Squid Games become a huge hit and, and seeing what type of other television that's out there. Netflix has a huge Korean selection of TV shows mm -hmm. and movies. And I have friends that just, like, fall down that rabbit hole and just love it. And I think it's a great opportunity. So what are we, like, two, three weeks away from having a turn to Canadian? To, I mean, is there well, anything I, I, new? It's so bad. i, I got to tell yeah. you how bad it is here. Yesterday they had a food drive for some of the crew members who are out of work. And remember, they're not striking at all. They're just out of work because there's a writer's and an actor's strike. And the numbers were astronomical. This is just for the, the crew members. $1.5 billion lost in wages and $300 million lost in benefits for crew members. I'm not talking about writers and I'm not talking about actors oh, in that mix either. So things are tough. I don't know why the studios are so slow with the negotiations. I know that the writers and the studios have been meeting. They're still at an impasse, but this is not good. We are really at a, a struggle point. Well, I mean, you know, three hundred million—that's like Brittany Arneson money. Yeah, obviously. You saw my closet. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's just yes, I saw. No big deal. Yeah, and that's just lost benefits. One point five billion in lost wages. That is oh. rough. Yeah, and they had like a thousand families show up yesterday to a food drive because, and those were crew members affected by the downturn in their jobs. So, what do you do? Do you pivot? I mean, I feel like. That's where I, I where where do you what do you expect with the market and all the things do you expect people to pivot? A, a lot of do a lot of people are pivoting, and you know they weathered through the pandemic, uh -huh. and yeah, I right. think for a lot of people, all of a sudden, just a couple years later, here we are with a strike that seems to have no end in sight. A lot of people are saying maybe it's time I go back to school 
or yeah. I use that degree I have already and go into the sector. And, you know, we are going to lose a lot of creatives because of that, because it's just too exhausting to yeah. go through this. And God forbid, like another pandemic comes by, you know what I mean? It's just one of those or some type of natural disaster, anything that would shut down the industry. I think people just are at this place of wanting to protect their income. And that may be going into business for themselves or or leaving Los Angeles or leaving yeah. the industry altogether. But it's it's tough. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts.